women will often not trust their learning. They're more likely to go and get a master's or keep training, keep learning, keep training, doing something else before they launch themselves or before they say they're adequate or capable. Whereas in comparison, men are earning more because from that first degree or that first training, they've gone out and they said, yeah, I can do the job. Give me the job. So they're already on the ladder while we're waiting. Waiting for what? For whom? Nobody's going to tell us that. We have to figure that out for ourselves. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. I thought at the moment it'd be a really good idea to talk about self-doubt and continuing education and how we encourage ourselves to keep going in the face of adversity. There's a lot going on right now, I'm sure you'd agree. It's just different. Everything is different. 2020 can't be compared to any other year in any of our lifetimes. Even if awful or different things have happened to us, it's normally an individual thing. Some of us will have grown up where hideous things were going on for our country, but as worldwide, this is a first. So we start to worry about what we see, what other people are saying, whether we should feel that way, believe those things and all the other stuff that's going on. So there is some self-doubt and I'm seeing it more in the groups. It comes up slightly differently in Facebook groups. You don't really hear people saying, I have doubt about this. It's just the way they're putting the messages in there. They're unsure. They're not sure about taking the next step or if that step was the right step. Um, and yet people are saying how wonderful things are and how well they're going, which creates an undercurrent for others of the perfect social media life and I should have the perfect social media life. So I thought I'd talk to us all about how we just keep on learning and learning and going buying another course and doing something else and learning something new. So I was a nurse. I was an advanced specialist nurse. I then went on and became a community pediatric nurse. I then did more nursing study in the hospital. I then became, oh, whilst I was doing those, I was studying to be a naturopath, a herbalist and a nutritionist. And then after that, I thought, what's next? I became a coach because I knew that things weren't really going with my clients the way I wanted them to go. I wasn't getting the results that I wanted to see with my nursing background, the tone of voice I would use, my expectations of people are different. People will often, you know, they can take a tablet three times a day. But with naturopathy, we have to have buy-in. Nutrition, you have to have buy-in because they've got to not only take maybe three tablets a day, you know, one breakfast, lunch and dinner, but they also have to go into all the other things. They have to shop, change their food, change their diet. They've got to exercise. Um, and there's a number of things that you might be suggesting to them, like changing their mindset, doing mindfulness, meditation, yoga. So... They have to change a lot and that can knock our self-confidence as well when we're trying to get them to change what they're doing. 
So here I was constantly learning. After I did the um, coaching course, it was a year long coaching course. I don't do anything by halves, of course. Um, not long after that, I did the hypnotherapy course again, a year long course, postgraduate diploma, because, well, why wouldn't you? But <laughs> what I'm getting at is it took me until I read a book by Tara O'Hare and I didn't pay for the book. Um, a friend of mine, a very successful businesswoman, she had it on the side in the holiday house we met on holiday by accident. They just happened to be going to the same place we were. And um, and this book was sitting on the side and I started reading it. And in the first chapter somewhere, very, very early on, it says that women will often not trust their learning. They're more likely to go and get a master's or keep training, keep learning, keep training, doing something else before they launch themselves or before they say they're adequate or capable. Whereas in comparison, men are earning more because from that first degree or that first training, they've gone out and they said, yeah, I can do the job. Give me the job. So they're already on the ladder while we're waiting. Waiting for what? For whom? Nobody's going to tell us that. We have to figure that out for ourselves. And once I'd seen that statistic and I looked back at all the things I'd studied and all the things I'd done, the continuous education, I realized that I could, with the help of a mentor, actually start to focus what I was doing. And, you know, it's great that we niche now because it means that we're getting the people that we like, the people we want to see. Whereas prior to niching, I would, I had the people I didn't want to see. I knew exactly who I didn't want to see and they came along. I would refer them immediately. And, um, but with continuing education, it comes in multiple forms. So when we do our CPE or our CPD, whatever it is that it's called in your world and your system there's lots of ways of doing it so listening to this podcast this would be a mentoring podcast today because I'm chatting but in other podcasts there'll be the herbs and they would count if you were a herbalist or a naturopath towards your CPD because you're continuing your education so lots of things can be done by very simple means without doing yet oh I did another herbal course as well in there as well so um another year-long one of those so there's all of these things that we can do by really focusing and really nutting down and yet at the same time what we're not doing is thinking I can work in this job I can do this job if I have some support to help me go forward to help me answer those questions to help me take those first steps and that's the wonderful thing about mentoring is you're getting that support to say well do you really need to do all these other hundreds of courses or perhaps a weekend course actually might be sufficient or perhaps doing extra study in a particular area I don't believe that by the way that I could have done hypnosis on a weekend course it was 100% a year-long course that I did but in all honesty I don't use it that often so I did a lot of visualizations as part of the coaching course. I'd learned about visualizations and I used those a lot with my clients. I should do one on here at some point. If you'd like one, I will um, put the visualization, the, the regular one that I use for everyone on here. I've got a few. Maybe I'll do a few of them. But the um, but what I'm trying to say is there was no other way really to do hypnosis. But did I need it to advance my skill set and my business where I was at at the time? Yeah. I probably did, and I think I did, and I've learnt from it, and I've grown from doing it. But when I look back at how uncertain I was, and yet I had the qualifications to start with, 
apart from the additional herbal course, everything else I've done, all of these other coaching, hypnosis, they filled a gap. They're, but they're new learnings. And so I've expanded my base. But did I need them? Could I have thought to myself, you know, hypnosis is really interesting, um, but I could work with a hypnotherapist. I, you know, I could go out there and find a hypnotherapist that I like that um, will work with me and that I can send my clients with these issues too. And a lot of the time now people contact me for hypnosis and I actually refer them to a hypnotherapist. So <laughs> we can get our CPD and we or CPE, whatever you want to call it. We can get those things through all different media and all different systems. We do need to be a little bit careful about getting them from companies because when we go to a company seminar or, or whatever it is, we're learning about their product. And so we're learning about whatever research they've done with their product. We might be learning more. There might be additional or different research. There might be, so for example, um, NAC, N-acetylcysteine. So all of that research was done. Um, it was in all the science journals and and so the company is like, well, actually, you know, we can produce this product because of all this science that's been done. They didn't do any of the science. So all the companies are producing the same product so that we can use it for our clients following the science. So when we go to those um, conferences and seminars, they're talking about a product that everyone makes exactly the same, but with different flavors. Some of them are flavored. I use the plain, by the way. So, um, But... We're talking about a product that has got a lot of research behind it and has a lot of uses. And obviously only for practitioner dispensing, it is a practitioner-only product. And public, if you are listening, you shouldn't be going out to buy this product. Um, it should only be under a qualified and accredited practitioner. So, but I mean, those learnings are across the board. Okay, those learnings are for... Um, everyone, because NAC has a lot of research already, has a lot of science papers behind it. It has a lot of um, case studies behind it for all different things. And each time they do some um, research with it, they find something else. And so they do more research and more and more. It's, you know, so, but it has side effects and it has downsides. So don't just go, oh, I'm going to go and take it because that ain't, that ain't a good idea. Um, but back on track. So we've learned from a company about a product that everybody sells. So going to their seminar, that's fine because you'll just end up buying it from whichever company, that distributor or whichever day you're buying from whomever. But with proprietary products that have been made up, that's when we start getting into this following a mantra, following somebody's protocol, following a system set by somebody else that isn't necessarily exactly what we want. And sometimes I feel that's where we start getting worried because we feel we have to do what the company says. And so we start losing our confidence when it doesn't work for somebody because we've given them a product off the shelf and they haven't, it hasn't worked for them. And we're like, oh, company said it would work. I went to that seminar. And that's what can happen at the beginning when we first come out into practice and we've got a lot of knowledge behind us and we're very easily led by company literature and that's across the board that's not just naturopaths I mean if a plumber went to a conference and it was all about washers by one particular company they might end up only buying those washers you know it's across the board this isn't something that's um, separate to medical professionals so 
we need to think, how am I getting my CPE, CPD? Where am I getting it from? And do I have a broad enough um, catch across? So when we niche, we tend to niche, 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 niche. And all we do is that and we study more and more of that forgetting that we still need to have a little bit of general education coming in to our studies. We still need to look at other things so that we've got the broader brush. So when I trained to be a nurse, um, adult nursing, if I did adult nursing, it meant that I could then um, do anything I wanted, any of the trainings. If I did mental health nursing, that would limit, that would have limited me so I wouldn't have been able to do any of the general nursing training, whereas I could go from general nursing into mental health and do it that way but I couldn't go from mental health into general nursing without retraining or doing a significant portion of the final year so when we look at things it's I need to do some general training it'd be really good to hear a bit about that it'd be really good to go to um, a symposium on mental health and pick and choose what you want for example because we see a lot of anxiety in clinic whether we want to or not so making sure that we have our niche study, but also have that broader brush as well. And that's what mentors will often do, is you won't just be talking about one company or one product or one thing. You're talking about everything you're doing, things they're doing, and all of the different stuff that goes on as well with your business, with your, well, for me, it's more about the clients and supporting practitioners with their clients in the clinic. And yeah, you don't get many CBD or CBE from mentoring sessions, but you do get them from the herbal and the science sessions that I do, from the education sessions that I do. And this one now, I don't know how long it'll end up. It won't be very long because it's my bite-sized podcast. Um, when you start, when you listen to them, this one, you, took, you take notes, just take a note of the time and the date that you listen to it. And any gems, if you had a little you know, notebook that just said podcasts, then you'd have times and dates and you could go through afterwards and go, oh, well, Geraldine, that one was about mentoring. I get eight points a year on mentoring. So that's eight hours. That was a 15 minute podcast. Okay, I can have up to my eight points. I need to get 20 or 30 or whatever it is. But in her next one, she talked about a particular herb. And, um, and so that 15 minutes in that herb when we talked to the herbal extract company in those ones then that would go into a different oh she took 15 minutes about this one particular herb and that covers my herbal hours because I need x number of herbal hours or you know and then um, body work I won't be talking about body work I don't do it but I may at some point ha interview someone There'll certainly be discussions on different things that we do and that you can look at those and go, okay, well, that was that sphere, that was um, pathophysiology or that was. So those come under, under my CPE and my CPD. So when we look at all the different ways we can get education, there are absolutely tons, absolutely tons of ways. And there's lots of practitioners who are giving education, which is really good for us here in Australia and New Zealand and in the UK as well, because they can, in the UK, you can get the same products we can get on this side of the world. America's a little bit different. They have very different training over there and different products. So a lot of the things I say may not um, work across in the States as well, whereas it does work um, in as I said, Australia, New Zealand and the UK. So we just need to think, what education do I need 
for the year. How can I get that education? How can I record that education, especially the free education, so that I can get points from it? So that whatever I'm doing or listening to, maybe you've got an app on your phone or in the notes section of your phone, you could record in there how long it was, the date that you listened to it, and you may, you know, the theme and the major takeaways from that day. So when we look at our general education across the year, companies are offering things all year, people are offering things all year, have a look through, set yourself a budget and set yourself the amount of time and then set yourself maybe this one's, this amount is going to be free, maybe I'll get all my 20 points in free education, but then I'll allow myself two or three um, seminars they're really for the networking because you'll meet other people in your area and um, you might find that hypnotherapist in there that so that you don't have to do that training um, but then you've got that networking happening because that's big at the seminars is the networking time and then it might be that you give yourself one big ticket item but the big ticket item can be anything I went um, with a mentor I went on a retreat I've been on several treats now and those are my big ticket items. So although I'm not getting CPD points for those because the um, there's no specific educational content, it's mentoring, for me it was worth the big ticket moment and I think that's where we need to look at what is my, what is my focus, what is my joy, what big ticket do I want to put on there? Is it going to be a symposium? Is it going to be you know, three or four seminars rather than one big one because of where I live? Is it going to be that I buy a course online and I do it online with the practitioner? You know, how much time do you get with the person who's delivering that education? That's really important, making sure there's some time so that you're held accountable to finish that education. So there's a number of things that I'd really like you to look at and think about because at the beginning of the year, everybody was going to learn a language and learn to play the guitar and things like that. And... (laughs) And none of those things happened. Um, I got into pickling, by the way. I've pickled and bottled and made, I've just made a load of rhubarb compote. I'll have you know, it's delicious. But um, we all did things in that first, you know, lockdown. And now we're coming into, you know, 2.0 lockdown. And it's time to just get on with things. And some of those things are simple education and how to get that simple and real education for us all. And also, if you see something, tagging your friends and people you know that you think might be interested in that education, it's okay to tag them. They'll have a look and, no, I'm not doing that. Don't feel like it, or I've done it, or maybe I'll do that next year. I haven't got the money this year. But it does mean by sharing and tagging and noticing things that are out there, you're going to get the CPD slash CPE that you need through the year because you've made these sensible choices right at the beginning of the year. So I hope that's helped. I hope you've enjoyed today's Bite Size Podcast. And um, I will be back next week with another little Bite Size Podcast just for you. See you soon. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.